Notice Beach Tea, created by Lauren Hastings and Lauren Prather, also known as The Laurens. This podcast is where we discuss research, clinical practice, and social media tea. So grab your mug and take a sip of speech tea. Hey girl. Hey. (laughs) My name is Lauren Hastings. And I'm Lauren Prather. I call Lauren Hastings Love. And I call Lauren Prather LP. And we are the The Laurens. (laughs) So LP, what tea are you drinking today? Well, girl, I decided to choose some jasmine tea because I heard it helps you with some weight loss. Mm -hmm. It has some good in there it helps okay. protect my heart yeah Lola what you drinking on girl I'm over here drinking some a skin detox from Yogi it's soothing rose hibiscus <sighs> smells good too but my skin right you know have that glow even though I'm in the house all the time but I want I still want that glow you know what I mean that glow that j-lo glow yes yes so lp what is the tea for today well girl you know i'm a social media guru and mm-hmm. the tea for is the word entangle have you heard that oh girl let me sip my tea mm, yeah it's all over social media of course i've heard about entanglement <laughs> yeah. What entanglement is, and you know, I really have feelings about it because I'm like, just what it is. Like Will said the whole Will and Jada situation. So mm-hmm. for our viewers, if you don't know what entanglement is, I would actually um, type in that hashtag within um, Instagram and find out. But it has to do with the word Jada used within um, to describe her relationship with August Alcee, um when she was talking to Will on her red table talk on Facebook. And so when the interview came out, social media took it by storm, and there's just been a whole bunch of memes and all this other stuff about it. So that is the tea for today. Me the word. Came out with a song. Did you hear about that? No. Have you listened to it? Mm-mm. No. Me neither. I haven't heard it, but I probably will. That's <laughs> all right. At some point, I'm probably going to listen to it, but I'm like, you only are somebody right now because you slept with Jada and now it's all over the internet. I don't know who you are. Do you have real bars? Like, I just don't feel compelled to listen to this entanglement song. And he got Rick Ross on it too, I think. That's what, yeah, that's what I was saying. He has Rick Ross. But the interesting thing is, August Elsina has some really good albums and stuff. So, like, I guess for him to capitalize off the word, I mean, hey, I would. It's it's his business. It's this bit. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but let's talk about this real talk. So, you know, before this whole entanglement stuff came out, situationships was a thing. You remember like people would use the word situationships to describe relationships that were kind of like undefined or 
kind of like that's your side person that you just trying to figure it out with but my question to you lp is like come on which which word would you want to use situationship or entanglement i feel like entanglement just sounds bad it does it sounds like you have multiple things going on so entanglement to me based on the perspective that i understand it from it makes me sound like i got a main that I'm really into, but I have to figure myself out. So I end up with a entanglement and with somebody else. But I'm confused and I'm pulling feelings. So honestly, I would just rather use situationship. But technically, there are all different types of relationships. It's just, I guess, I guess how deep in it are you? Like a situation could be like, short term I guess it could be long term because you know it's like technically you're not putting no titles on nothing I guess situation is even like another way of saying for benefits type thing <laughs> but that's a whole nother conversation that's a whole nother conversation but entanglement doesn't give you the friends with benefits <laughs> vibe at all entanglement Just is like you deep in a situation and you can't get out of it and you got all entangled and my, I, I, how are you going to get unentangled? Like, how are you going to untangle yourself? Well, you know, it's between her and the Lord. But <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the bad part about putting stuff on social media or the social media taking an interview and running with it. Because now, yes, it's not our business. That's someone's, that's someone's marriage. You know, that's someone's heart that um, is now just... I don't want to say broken, but, you know, he does feel some type of way. But when you put stuff out there, it's like, now we in your marriage and we don't want to be. And and I've seen a lot of people say it, well, it's none of our business, but it's out there. So now everyone feels that they should have an opinion. It is. And I think what, um, it's funny that because my friends and I, we've had conversations about it. And I really, at this, I think for me, like, although celebrities aren't like, relationship goes for me I think they're but like you know celebrities have a different kinds um I guess not the worldview but you know they, they have money and stuff so they they don't have the same kind of I guess normalcy as um people like us and so <laughs> I did vulnerability in the conversation um pertaining to the interview when will you know brought jada to the table is that will was vulnerable and he called her out for what it was he challenged the situation and i feel like that's what people should do in relationships accountability like hey just you don't have to use yeah. fancy words for what you really doing and i think for me that's i can only speak for lauren but for l P Lauren, <laughs> um, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> get but you know, like that vulnerability, and to see that because was about to cry, child. Yeah, it was really bad. He looked like he hasn't had any sleep for five days, and she looked free as a bird with her slides on. So yeah, it's rough, but I think that is a good segue to talk about who are you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, LP? Who are you? About me, little old me, my me. Well, <laughs> I am originally from Clarksville, Tennessee. 
Um, it's about 45 minutes outside of Nashville, if you are not familiar with that. And it borders Kentucky, so it's really like a military-type city. So, yes, that's where I'm from. not really saying who I am. I am currently a doctoral student. I'm a licensed language pathologist, but I'm also a doctoral student. Um, am I going into my fourth year? So, hopefully, I'll be done soon. Yep, let you know, get a little in the, the title. Um, but yeah, I am an only child. I mean, what you want to know? My passions and my yeah, your passions like just introduce yourself to us. Like, so you're from Clarksville, you're a speech language pathologist. Like, what is your passion, your specialty when it comes to? the field of uh, speech language pathology? So when it comes to speech, I can say that I love being a clinician at heart. And I think, like, I believe that interacting with patients or students or whatever, wanna, whatever we use to describe, you know, our caseloads um, is one of the most rewarding experiences that a speech pathologist can have. And my special is that I love language and literacy and it, I don't know it's just like magic and words and speaking and communication so that is my specialty um I'm really good at drills with articulation when we work specific speech sounds so I'm good at that too but um ultimately that's what I'm passionate about what I have learned through my um doctoral journey is that I'm also passionate advocacy and making space for other students so I realize that now other students that are black so I realize now that I am in a place of where I it could be future faculty one day and so mentorship um, and um, leadership and advocacy are places where I see myself or can see myself going and it really like comes from like a genuine place of like I love to do in organizing and programming and things like that. So I've learned a lot about myself, even through my doctoral journey, and I'm really beginning to learn to love writing um, in different aspects. So, you know, research writing is one thing, and that's something you have to, like, learn how to do. Some people just have it, but it's a really a skill set that you just will have to learn how to do. And I'm learning that that's a way to use my voice, especially in a field that has a majority of white women dominant um dominance in it like one way to have the black voice and perspectives into others who don't know a lot about um you know the black culture or how it looks like for us developmentally and things like that is to write and um it's really interesting because we had a panel you know on well, that's another station, but I'm going to borrow something that I heard somebody say on the panel. It's like, Dr. her name is Dr. Brandy Newkirk-Turner, and she talked about we have to have those perspectives, and if we're not writing with our own perspectives, we get, we're missed or hidden, and that's at a place where I am. So, learning how to write with research and use my voice through writing, but I feel like that I'm really good at writing. Well, not really good, but I feel like I'm good at writing for, like, blog like leader, like articles for um, journals, like more magazine style. So like maybe like, not even like a blog post, but something that's less informal and 
researched heavy with method methodologies and stuff like that but writing in a more way to get to the people and that may be like to the younger generation so that is about me and my special my passion i feel like i was a little long-winded but it's lolo <laughs> yes ma'am <laughs> you like where are you from who are you boo who are you yes who am i that's a loaded question um but not really so i am originally from atlanta georgia and i am still here today um i had a little vacation of eight years living in nashville i i miss living in nashville that is my second home um because i went to tennessee state TSU title for my master's <laughs> in speech language pathology and actually speech and hearing science to be correct. Um, and so worked there in the schools and then um, moved back home six years ago. So 2014 and uh, started my own private practice. It's a mobile private practice. So I um, go to homes and daycares Right now, it's just homes because, you know, with COVID, um, a lot of daycares are not allowing outside people to come in. And so I'm doing a little bit of teletherapy and a little bit of home visits. But one thing I realized about COVID and um, having to distance myself from my clients is that um, is nothing like the human interaction. And I think the parents noticed that and that's why I had to start going back into people's homes and stuff. So my passions are um, really advocacy, like you said, uh, language development, um, soci socioeconomic um, or low socioeconomic communities um, in particular and just the impact of poverty and abuse um, and neglect on development in general, but more specifically language and literacy development. Um, I am currently excited to say, um, I'm currently working on my board certification in child language um, through ASHA um, because I want to just dive into um, language development and learn how um, I can help these different cultural ethnic groups um, and educating them on the importance of developing that. And as parents, godparents, aunties, uncles, teachers, even people at the grocery store, <laughs> all play a role in language development. Um, but a lot of our kids are from language and literacy deprived homes but i'm not gonna get into to that just yet that will be another episode but um that is definitely my passion um now um that i'm going into my 10th year feel a little old in the field but i i feel like <laughs> i feel like between year seven and ten that's really where you're gonna learn what you really really want to do um, I think a lot of people try to do the first couple of years, but I think any field, you got to give yourself some years into it. So if any of our listener, listeners follow us on social media, know who we are personally, they're probably wondering how we met, how long we've known each other. Um, so 
LP, tell the story. <laughs> so from crazy. <laughs> so um, it's interesting because I was um, working, not working with, but just really committed to the National Black Association for Speech, Language, and Hearing. And this is before um, I became the official student representative of the organization. Um, so at this point, they needed a student representative to work their table, it's called in Basla, the in Basla table at the convention, so actually the American Speech Hearing Association is our governing or um, association for all of our licenses and everything that has CSD in general, ideology and speech. So it was the convention of 2017 and I was working the table. In LA? In, yeah, I was like, it's in LA. And, I, you know, like naturally you have like hours and things like that that and so the crazy thing is Lauren and I worked in tables like it was a nine to five like we were dedicated about recruiting and getting people to sign up and we worked there and just picked up in conversation and became friends through that and it's amazing that like that friendship sparked us with different our interests, our similarities and interests. What I forgot to mention is I'm very interested in dialect differences, particularly African American English. And so when we had these conversations and I was telling her about my journey and my doctoral program and and Lauren was telling me about hers, it was really we really just clicked and we was like, oh info partners are Lauren. Oh my God. And so the irony of all of this is people grouped us that the Lawrence, the Lawrence, but we were some hustling. Lauren would like, she would be out in the streets in the exhibit or in the exhibit hall and just getting people to come. And I was working the table like, come on. So it was, that's how that, like, like, so, and what volunteering time could do, even though it was kind of paid for me. Yeah. yeah like, before the record, so people don't think I'm like a stalker out here working in the streets. So we're going to talk about this a little bit more in our next episode, but um, African Americans only make up, what, three, four percent of the field of speech-language pathology. So I just think it's really important for any Black speech-language pathologist or audiologist to join in Bosnia because that is our safe space. So given the small percentage, yes, I was at ASHA, and if I saw a Black person, I was like, hey, <laughs> do you know about Bosnia? And literally, yeah, literally at the table, I will, I had marked in my little convention book, I'm going to go to this session, I'm going to go to this session, but LP will tell you, every time I was like, I'm about to go, girl, and she's like, all right, and then we would get hit with a slew of people who found our table, and we're standing there telling them about in Basla. So, unfortunately, I didn't get any CEUs the entire time in L.A., <laughs> because I was stuck at the impossible table. Oh, yeah, I was like, we didn't really get to see anybody's sessions, so. Nobody. No we saw the exhibit hall, though. <laughs> we got <laughs> beans, we got bags. <laughs> we got goodies. And I was like, let me take some back for my students. <laughs> right, right. So the speech to you of the day that we want to leave you with is don't be afraid to build a relationship with people who have similar interests. Remember, it's better to collaborate than to compete.
Mm-hmm. I agree. That just sounds so much, so powerful. It's better to collab, collaboration over competition. Yep. That should be a t-shirt. It is. It should. You know, I saw it. I actually saw that on um, an Instagram. Shout out to Pretty Boss LLC. Um, they posted it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that describes me and Lauren's relationship so much. Like, we just encourage each other just from one little conversation. And now we're like bestie. <laughs> So, takeaway for today, remember it's better to collaborate than to what? Compete. Compete. Thanks for joining us for some speech tea. Bye, Lola.